Parenting is hard, but there's help. Welcome to Everyday Parenting with Mary Beth Henry, a licensed marriage and family therapist and parent educator. Everyday Parenting utilizes face-to-face, unscripted interviews with real parents, but names have been changed to protect their identities. Speech, language, and communication play a vital role in our lives. Without it, children have difficulty communicating their basic needs and can struggle academically or with peers. At Jabberdogs, speech-language pathologist Stephanie Mashik can help you or your loved one become a successful communicator. Based in Pasadena, California, Jabberdogs offers private speech and language therapy at affordable rates. They also take insurance, including Blue Shield and Anthem Blue Cross of California. Visit Jabberdogs.com for more information. That's J-A-B-B-E-R-D-O-G-S dot com. Today's episode is a recording from part of a group session as a follow-up from previous episodes with Sarah and Reagan. First, Mary Beth speaks with Sarah from episode three. Sarah has seen vast improvements with her son, but needs help with transitions. Hi, I'm Sarah. I have three kids. Violet, she's nine. Evan is six. And Victoria is 10 months old. Welcome. Yeah, please, okay, please so, give me. I love, I love to hear yes, update. Oh my gosh, you are a genius. I wish I would have talked to you sooner because you gave me the advice that Evan was... Um, having a lot of defiance issues and you yes, the lollipop yes oh the, the lollipop, lollipop and the keys, the in keys the ignition. and the ignition and you told me that the defiance meant a disconnect and um i've been doing exactly what you said fill his cup before it needs to be filled mm-hmm. so first thing in the morning i go in there and i give him cuddles and it's been life-changing mm. he's a different kid wow. it's amazing and same thing i pick him up from school and i don't ask him how was your day I immediately give him a hug and say, oh, I miss you. I so good to see you. You know, I'm so excited to hear about your day and everything you did today. And even things like just if I see him starting to get, starting to argue with his sister in the back seat, I'll just gently just touch Uh, his leg. And wow, that physical connection is what he needed. And so I'm just being more aware of that. So yeah, thank you so much. That that was life-changing. Great. So my next question. Again, has to do with my <laughs> with my Evan. So, if he's playing or Legos or whatever it is, and I tell them, you guys have thirty minutes of iPad time, and then we're going to have dinner, and I I t- give them their five minute warning, and they're like, okay, okay, and I'm like, but Evan, you need to when it's five minutes, I mean five minutes. Look at the clock when it says five fifty five. You have five minutes left. Okay. Six o'clock. We got to wash our hands. Six o'clock rolls around, and I. Mm. I tell time's up, loses it. Yeah. Full on tantrum, yeah. throws the iPad. Now I have to yeah. take away iPad time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know how to yeah. All give right. them time limits. Okay. When you think back, when you look at that story, I, I can't, the hundreds of times I've heard the same story. When you see Evan make that transition to that five minutes. You did a great job. You showed them the clock, you showed them the physical thing, but the concept of time is so difficult, okay? And once again, what Evan is telling you with that behavior is, Mom, I heard you, but to make that move is really hard for me. That is something that is just so difficult. You're asking me to do something that I am incapable of doing. Hands down. And you see that. He starts tantruming, starts throwing things, right? It's, but he's telling you clearly, I can't do this. But Violet can. My daughter turns it off. Yeah, but look at the age difference. 
But at six, she did she that. Was. Okay. But personality, age, <laughs> look at the whole package. Okay. Okay. But Evan very clearly states again, I need your help. So let me just show you how to help him because we know this is what he's saying. And okay, yes, we're, we're comparing apples and oranges. You can't, comparing children, good luck on that one. It doesn't work to compare <laughs> children. But you can try all you want, but it doesn't work. So he's a different child. We just have to say his behavior is clearly the same. Mom, you're asking me to do something, and I did hear you, and I am respecting that, but I cannot do it. So going back to the – so you, were you saying Legos or were you saying iPad time? I'm a little confused. No matter what it is. Any transition. Anything, I, okay. he'll, he'll start throwing Legos once it's time's up. Okay. All right. So for him to make his brain shift, he needs you to um, make it with him right now. He needs you to practice that with him. You just can't say, Evan, make that brain shift. You have to make, you have to help his brain move. So, you know, if it was a child heading off to the bathroom to go brush teeth, we have to say, Evan, do you want to walk to the bathroom? You want me to carry it? But we're not even there yet. We're not even gotten to the, that point where we can go to the bathroom to brush our teeth. We're just trying to get the iPad put away. Right. Correct? So if it's a 30-minute iPad time with Evan, then... My standard rule is if you're going to transition a child, you join what that child is doing the last 10 minutes. So if it's 30 minutes, 20 minutes into it, you join his world because it is his world. It is his electronic world, Lego world. It's his imagination. He is completely engrossed, right? Mm -hmm. Right. 100%. Right. So you have to make that brain, Evan's brain, aware that you are there. So you're going to go sit next to him. You're going to engage in him with what he's doing. You're going to dialogue a little bit. Not too much because they're going to get agitated with you. Don't <laughs> talk to me while I'm doing right. it. But just show interest in show what he's doing. Interest because that interest right there is going to be Evan's clue. Evan's brain is going to start realizing, uh-oh, uh, well, uh-oh, and, oh, it's almost time for the iPad to end. And once again, that that interest again, that connection with him, right, is going to help him move that brain because he cannot do it by himself. So for 10 minutes, you're with them. And the end of the 10 minutes, at five minutes, you say, Evan, remember, we have five more minutes. Okay. And then show them the clock, whatever it is. Or on the iPad, you can, you can download an app that's going to do a countdown for him. So the time's going to pop up on the iPad, which you can see that, which might be helpful. Right. And then when it gets down to Evan, okay, you know, five minutes, finish up that game. This game is almost ending, and he may not be near the end of that game. Then you have to say, let's let's mark down exactly where you were. So tomorrow, when you or the next time you have iPad time, you'll remember which where you were in that game. Okay. Because he's gonna. That's very interesting to him. They don't want to make. Oh, I can't end it here because the cast keep on going. Right. Oh my gosh, I can't. But you say, let's tag it. Let's mark it where you are. Um, and then as he's getting near the end, you're not going to touch the iPad. You're not going to take the iPad. You're going to then connect with him again. So he likes physical touch. Right. You're going to have your hand very on his back and say, Evan, good job. This is our 30 minutes. You've had your 30 minutes. Now, remember where the iPad gets put. Okay, where does the iPad go? Turn it off so we can save the power. Does it need to be charged? So you have it ready for the next time. So he turns it off himself. It's big. not me being like, 30 minutes, give me that iPad. No, big. <laughs> Any, anything that remote controls, anything. You have to empower them to make that move because that's going to move his brain. But if you walk in and take it out of his hands, then you it's almost like you're pulling a Band-Aid off so quick. It's like, ah, and you didn't give him a chance to 
process it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is all part of the process. And isn't that what we want them to learn about how to be responsible, to put things back where they belong, to be able to turn things off, to be able to check if needs to be charged? You're teaching those long-term pieces. Right. So teach them that now. Trust him to do that. Right now, he's telling you, if you walk in and don't, and it just takes something, you're t- clearly telling him, I don't trust you to make this happen. So you already set it up for failure because he's incapable. So trust him, be there, engaged, make make that special spot where it's stored and say, let's go, buddy, go put it in that in that safe spot so it'll be all charged the next time. Love it. And then you're going to make, and then you're going to transition him to where he's supposed to go next. So that means you're going to have to, hey, Evan, jump on my back. Let's go, let's go, you mm. know, get ready uh, for bed. You want, right. you want me to hop on my back or... You want to get, you know, something physical. That's very physical. Child. His language, right? Okay. Right. And then make his brain move to that point. Or I'll, I'll, I'll race you to the bathroom. I bet I can get there. That's good. Yes. Right. So he needs physical. He needs movement. So make that brain go to where you want it to go. And don't just sit there and fester, right? Because he, he makes the whole thing stop. Mm-hmm. His behaviors was, I know how to make this whole thing just come to an abrupt end by controlling the situation he's telling you i cannot do that right now i cannot make that transition so we're going to slow it down and we're going to teach him how to make transitions versus being mad at him for not being able to do it right and now he took away ipad time for next time but um and then we learn and then we don't get a chance to practice it <laughs> right. right so we're going to give him the chance love it we're going to break it down in smaller increments of success versus one big failure at the end one big failure teacher you're teaching him how to do it so i need to And ultimately, you're going to be teaching them time management. That's what you're going to be teaching them. And what what a gift we can give our children is the gift of learning time management. Mm -hmm. And that is a a very long, taught, and learned process. It is not one day, let's write out, it's practice, practice, practice. Now, if he has a hard time, at the very end, if he's fighting it, he's going to fight it at first because it's it's so hard for him. This is new to him. You just gently remind him, say, this is a privilege that you, you know, the iPad is something you've earned, right? It's something that is, is part of his earning that he earns this right. iPad time. Um, you could just say, you know, if a half an hour is too long, we might want to start practicing maybe doing 15 minutes of iPad time to learn how to transition. But I'm, I think you can manage this, Evan. You're going to really kind of sell it on him. Okay. I think you can manage 30 minutes. But if we can't, we might have to move the iPad down a little bit shorter until you can learn how to make that transition. Okay. You'll be amazed. And how he starts learning to make transitions. I'm excited to put this into practice. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I want my problem to be that simple. <laughs> During the same group session, Mary Beth speaks with Reagan from episode five. Reagan has three children under the age of five and is trying to maintain her cool despite the pressures of work, kids, and health issues. Yeah. Okay. So I'm Reagan. And just a reminder, I have uh, Charlie, my four and a half year old son, Avery, my two and a half year old daughter, and Oliver, who is my three month old baby boy. And last time I know we covered Charlie's issue with Avery eating, hearing the chewing. um, And it's only her. It's still an issue. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He now like will get the same food or anything or even just any, any food that they're eating, whether it's lunch or something, he'll Instead of just freaking out, he'll kind of go and chew right in her face hmm. to kind of, I don't know if it's like to intimidate her or or what, but now he just, 
kind of does it on purpose to her. And now she's kind of starting like, like, no, mommy. Interesting. Interesting. He's in my face. He's chewing. He's chewing. Interesting. And so now they kind of go back and forth with that. Okay. And are you involved in that, in that game they're playing or? Um, I'm normally like cut it out. Okay. You know, leave each other alone. Yeah. So can I make a suggestion just with, just with siblings in general, but with this, this really highlights it. I, I don't truly know what's going on with the food thing. Right. And now this is even more curious about what's <laughs> going on, about um, he's now going into her face and yeah. just chomp, 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 chomp. Yeah. So there's something going on there, but we're, we're going to get to the bottom of that one. I, I would love to see these children, number one. But number two, <laughs> siblings, when they're going at it and you watch that dialogue, that, that action going on, mm-hmm. I really, really, really encourage you not to triangulate. Do not get in the midst of that. Hmm. There is not... Blood being, you know, there's not, they're not throwing stuff, they're not doing incredible damage. But the more we triangulate, the more we get in the middle of that, what's happening there is we're not allowing our children to learn about each other. We're not allowing them to learn, talk about empathy, learn about emotions, learn. All we is about about control. And we start jumping in there and controlling and controlling, and they're not learning how to manage those feelings and manage each other and manage disappointment and manage control and manage someone being mean to them. All these things. Mm-hmm. Let them learn at home to manage this and work it out and yell at each other and scream and say, get out of my face. I don't like it when you do that. Or push them. Or whatever, mm-hmm. let it happen. They, yeah, they do because that too. they all will learn. That's what they're going. That's just their. This is their time. This is what life, family life is about. Right. Is the home environment is to learn this kind of stuff. Right. So when they get to school, someone chews in his face. He will know. I don't like that. Get away from me. Right. Or, or move away from it. Mm-hmm. But don't get triangulated into it. Let siblings work stuff out. Okay. What if they let start them. tattletaling to you? Mm. Or you go to them and you say, "I know you can work this out. Go back." They're doing, he's Do doing that too. Do not get involved in that. That's a number triangle. They're trying to get you in the middle of it. I know you can do this. Go back and talk to your sister. Mm-hmm. Go back and talk to your brother. You got this. Mm-hmm. Your children are in a room and then you walk in there and you hear them yelling. You walk in and say, what's going on here? Blah, blah, blah. No, <laughs> don't walk in and assume. Don't walk in and be in the, ooh. just stay out of that space. If mm-hmm. you want to walk in, walk in, but don't say anything. Right. You need to go put laundry. Whatever. Don't 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 walk in and start dictating. What's doing that? Why are you doing that? Why is she oh crying? God. What did you do? Oh my god! You know. Then we then we start pointing fingers, and then that's what they do to each other all day long. They start pointing yeah. fingers, and they that's start exactly it. Back away from all that. You don't give it energy. It. They learn to understand and work with each other. It doesn't go away because they're siblings. Right. But you're not involved with it. You're not wearing stripes, and you're not a referee or umpire, and that's who you end up being. Right. Don't put the energy to it. That's Let exa- them work it yeah. out. That's exactly what I do. I, I hear I might be upstairs with with Oliver, and he might be sleeping even, and I'm in the bathroom getting ready or something, and they're down, the, the older two are downstairs playing together, and all of a sudden Avery's just screaming at the top and, of and, her and lungs. And she's learning to scream like, loud because she's waiting for you to come down and rescue her. Right. So I and step out of my room and I yell, what is going on? Yeah, like at yeah, the top of my lungs yeah. because... And then you're yelling, stop yelling. Why right. are you so loud? <laughs> right. And you're yelling. And then they yell. Exactly. And then they yell and then the at baby each other. And that's up. what I'm... Yeah. I, I feel guilty because that's what I'm teaching them. Exactly. And I Don't know... Don't respond to it. If they come running up the stairs, mommy, so... Blah, blah, blah. I know you got this. Go down there and deal with it. You can do this. Don't okay. get involved. Don't get involved. Hmm. 
can't we give them some suggestions? Like if they, you know, someone sews, you know, like it's all over me and he's all on my face or she's all, I don't know which one's in his face, right? right? Like. Can we give like some language at, when they when they first come to, if if you if they come to you mm -hmm. and they're asking blah, 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 I can't you know, you know I know you can handle this I can see you're frustrated try saying try saying that you can but I don't want it to be a regular piece okay. of the dialogue I would much rather teach them at mm -hmm. the dinner table mm -hmm. when it's non-conflict so you know today I heard a lot mm -hmm. of stuff going on that's good I would much rather teach them the words at that moment yeah. so they can practice it when it happens. Okay. Because right, no one hears anything in the moment of fury. Right. So I'd much rather say, you know, all morning I heard this and that and that. Oh, my gosh. There was a lot of argument going on. Yeah. Why don't you guys think about maybe trying this approach right. next time it happens? Right. Why, or why don't you just walk away and say, hey, I don't want to be part of this. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's my suggestion on the sibling thing. Don't sure. get in the middle of it. Now that I hear what he's doing to his sister, I almost want to say that he did that food thing just to get your attention. Mm. Just to draw you in to, hey, hey, I'm here. Mm -hmm. Hey, mom, mm -hmm. pay attention to me. Now I'm doing it to my sister. Right. How far can I get you to really pay attention to me? Right. I want my sister now to pay attention to me too. Yeah, I wonder if that was almost a tactic to, <coughs> to pull you into his world. Mom will pay attention if I create this big fuss about my sister chewing so loud right and then she might get mad at my sister and because she because mom likes to get in the middle of our stuff yeah right because he's starting to tap like like sarah brought so up try back out of it and tell them tell them ahead of time say hey guys you know from now on i am not going to get in the middle of your arguments mm -hmm. i am not going to be the referee i'm and if they know what a referee is use mm -hmm. that example i'm not going to sit there and blow a whistle and say oh foul all this no <laughs> i'm not going to do that anymore <clears throat> Right. You, guys, you can work this out. And we'll talk about ways to work stuff out. Okay. But I know I you can do this. I don't know if you'd suggest this, but um, mine two are older, 11 and 8. And so I had read an article of parenting something one time. And I said, it said that when they came to me, my solution was going to be that they had to sit there and hug it out. <laughs> and so I did it. And it, they don't come to me They anymore. don't come to you anymore. <laughs> they figured out because yeah, I'm like, okay, if you come to me, would you, you're going to have to hug it out. No, mom, no, mom. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. And it, it, it's it's the it same worked. idea, though. You're not getting involved. It just right. gave you a tool not to get involved. Right. That's right. exactly what it did. It just gave you the words to say, I'm not going to get involved. You guys got to hug it. It's sure. Whatever. It, it's it's the same. Funny. It is. But it gave you that tool. Right. right. That's, what, that's what you needed was just not to get involved. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So okay. try that. Regan, try that this, this We'll time. definitely try that for and sure. And see, um, if you'll start noticing a lot. Believe it or not, things will calm down a bit because um, okay. everything's heightened. <clears throat> okay. So to kind of build on that, I guess I've, I've been personally dealing with a lot of stuff health-wise and having a new baby and stuff. I have a lot of moments where I just feel like I'm going to lose cool yeah, yeah to put it in a yeah. nice word <laughs> yeah 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 and i have zero patience okay so we have hormones we have <laughs> right uh we have three children right we have expectations we yeah. have this need to be the perfect mom all these pieces fly right right flow into it so what what have you tried so far to help yourself with being mindful being being that moment being calm what what's what have you tried? I mean, I so know far? I've there's been moments where I just have to step out and remove myself from a situation and maybe go to my own room, look at myself a timeout, yeah, yeah, walk away or time in, yeah. I just find myself like like again with no patience. So the smallest things, they're them 
you know, fighting with each other or whatever. Yeah. So I, we, 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 we took we, we took care of that one now, Reagan, didn't we? Right, we're not, right. We're not going to get involved. <laughs> sure. So, Reagan, I mean, have I have you had any? Um, can I just ask a personal question of sure. health? Have you had uh, postpartum depression in the past with your other children? No. Okay. So is this is this is this new? Is this a new feeling you've had with this child? Yes, but I I I don't really want to say it is postpartum. Okay. I don't 100 percent feel that it is. Again, I've had a lot of personal issues, been in and out okay. of the hospital okay. with kidney stones and, okay. and, and so, different so things. So your body is being challenged right now on many levels. Right. Okay. Are you trying any new medications? Are you working through medical issues at all right now or um, nothing? Med- those, those kidney stones and those issues have have now been dealt with. Okay. Surgery, et cetera. But I did have a week at the end of it where it was just, I literally didn't know. I didn't feel like myself at all. Um, and I couldn't remember what normal felt like. Okay. I've now gotten back to normal or, or knowing what it is. <laughs> well, you, you think so, yeah. Yeah, so what I no, think okay. so. Um, yeah, so that's... I, I've gotten back to being okay. Okay. But just dealing with, I guess, three kids. I mean, I have three kids under five. Yes. And and it's a lot. And do I have too much on my plate? Maybe. I mean, I also have two dogs, two big Labradors that mm-hmm. one barks at everything, every noise outside the house. And it's, I have to constantly tell her to shut up yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because she might wake the baby or sure, it's just sure, annoying. Sure. So I feel like I have five kids to be honest. Oh, you do. You do with, with La- yeah, with yeah. two dogs. And, and then add in the husband yes. and it might be six kids. Yes. Because, yes. I hear you. You know, you. it's just, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah. You are it's a lot. Right. And I find myself yelling at the kids and raising my voice. And yelling at the dog than, and yelling at the, yeah. Right. So. Faster than I should be, I, I guess. And, I guess it's kind of like, how do I get them to listen? How do I get them to do something the first time I ask, whether instead of having to repeat myself five, ten times, okay. and then yell to get them to actually do sure. it? Sure, and that's what they've gotten used to is that that loudness um, right. makes things happen in your house. The dog stops barking, right. the children stop fighting. So once again, we're gonna we're gonna go back and redo that one. We're not gonna get involved, and we're not gonna yell anymore for upstairs or downstairs. So right. we're gonna make that general rule: sure. there's no more yelling upstairs downstairs okay. in our house. That's a family rule, okay. hands down. We're not going to get involved with the children's arguments. Right. So if you are feeling overwhelmed and feeling you just need a break, you just need some time, I need you to very clearly tell the children, mom needs five minutes. Mm -hmm. And that means you're going to go and you're going to force yourself to go get a glass of water and you're going to go and sit somewhere. And if your children want to sit with you, they're more than welcome. They Mm -hmm. just cannot talk. Mm -hmm. It's a quiet time. Mm -hmm. They can cuddle up to you. I know probably the last thing you want is touch. <laughs> I know, I know. But your children are going to need help with this because they're going to want to comfort you. And right. they're going to want to empathize with you and take care of you. Right. And that has to happen. So you can't say, don't take care of me. Right. Let them do that. Let them do that piece. Right. And then when the children are asleep, when the children are taking naps, when you do have a moment, okay, that miraculous moment, mm-hmm. I need you to emphasize yourself. I need you right now. It's not the rest of your life. Well, it is, but it, right now I just need you during when Oliver's asleep. Mm-hmm. When um, are the other ones at preschool or at school at all? My oldest goes three days a week okay. in the mornings. Yeah. Okay, and then the other one is napping. So hopefully there's a somewhere in there, right? There's- she does, but not. It, that's the other issue is, is sleep was another issue. My kids have never really been great nappers and never been like consistently at one o'clock. It's nap time and yeah, sleep but, for an hour. Or, well, and they can, they can, you can still create that time. So you right. can still create one o'clock is quiet time in our house. Sure. And that means quiet means we have some soothing music on mm. and the one who's not napping needs to stay in her bed 
Mm -hmm. um, for a good 20 minutes and you build kind of build up on that, you know, start with five, 10, 15, 20 over a week period. And she can play a puzzle in that bed. She can take two books to that bed. She can do color forms. She could do a magna doodle. She takes something to her bed and stays in that space. Right. And that gives you 20 minutes guaranteed. Right. If Oliver's napping, right, right, right. That you can have, or just one on one with him. Mm-hmm. But she needs still needs to learn that separation piece, okay. and that's going to teach her the respect and, of her body and understanding she needs downtime, and she's going to start understanding when you need your downtime, right? And that's going to be your downtime too, as much as possible, right, um, right. But can we talk about the dogs too? Because the dogs sure. are a really important piece too. With having multiple children, especially a young one, dogs get automatically we know get pushed to the side Mm -hmm. and they are as needy as our children right so i need you to think about i need you to think about how you can help them also by maybe temporarily getting a dog walker or someone that can come in and take them for a long hour Hmm. walk it's actually quite reasonable you can get college students you can get people to do that right but get someone that you that you could hire to come in every day and take them Hmm. especially those times when they're most barky. Right. And it's usually in the early morning when they right. first wake up because they got all this energy or late afternoon, right? Mm-hmm. They just, you know, or du- during the afternoon when they are trying to get quiet time. Right. 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 Let someone come in for a brief moment of time and just take them for an hour and walk them every day. Hmm. You will start noticing a balance with them too because they, they feel the children as much as everyone else does. Sure. They know they're not getting it with much attention. Right. And they know how to get your attention by barking at the squirrels and the cats and the right. mailman and all that. So that would be a suggestion to balancing the family. Okay. That would be a okay. something I would definitely look into. All right. And then, you know, in the evenings, do you enjoy walking the dogs? We did kind of get into like a routine. My husband would come home from work and, sure. and we'd go for a walk, the sure. whole family, and we'd take the dogs. Great. And, you know, it would last 20 minutes, sometimes okay. half an hour. But... But we did, and then I mean, life hap- happens, and life it happens. hasn't happened. Yeah, so in so you you know weeks, you but... enjoy that, and you, you may want to start right. again where maybe you just go off with Oliver in a in a, in a sling and just take right. him right and take one dog at a time and just have that time to yourself too. Sure, um, it doesn't sound very relaxing, but you gotta kind of grab it when you can. Yeah, and that might be just enough walking in the neighborhood. Sure, with the dog might be some time for yourself too. Okay. But there's a lot of variables going on here. And I think just that, that very beginning one of staying out of your children's issues mm-hmm. might, might help that one piece, which good. is going to evolve into a lot of other right. ones. But so when you are, let's go back to when you're feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, I really want you to think about the one, two, three technique of just saying one, I'm going to take a deep breath Two, take another deep breath, three, take another deep breath. Hmm. And then make a decision of what you're going to do at that point. Right. So if that after the three, one, two, three breaths, if you do need to go have some more time to yourself, just go do it. Let your children follow you. Let them do what they're fine. Mm-hmm. You're not going to leave the baby unattended, but you know, right? Think, whatever, 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 sure. Just if you need it, need it. That ability to do that is going to teach your children so many amazing things. Not about just about their mommy, but you know what? When I'm overwhelmed and I'm feeling stressed, yeah. Stop, breathe, take care of myself. Right. Then move on. Okay. Right? So that process right there, the, those tools are really, I think, going to okay. help with balancing everything that's going on. Okay. Um, you have every right to be very overwhelmed right now. There's a <laughs> lot going on. It is a lot. So stop, breathe, make decisions. Don't just make decisions. Right. Okay. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Everyday Parenting is produced by me, Teresa Wang. The music you hear in our podcast is courtesy of Stephen Morell. Join the discussion. Search for Everyday Parenting Group on Facebook, where you can discuss the latest episode, ask for advice, give advice, and posit the question, what would Mary Beth do? You can also reach us at parentingpodcast.com or on Twitter, where our handle is Podcast Parents, or Instagram, where our handle is Everyday Parenting Podcast. Be sure to check our website for more tips at everydayparentingpodcast.com and sign up for our newsletter. To make sure you catch our next episode, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you rate us on iTunes. It helps more people find us.